Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Rants and Tangents podcast with Daryl Smith Jr., Shayla, and Ray Parker. And happy Sunday, y'all. How y'all feeling? Oh, man, feeling amazing. Life is good. How y'all doing? I'm cool, man. Can't complain. Won't complain. Refuse to complain. <clears throat> Same Z's. All right, then. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, then. <laughs> Let's get right into the mix, man. What y'all want to talk about? Uh, everything, man. What's going on in life? I'll, then I'll start with something that's been playing on my mind. Uh, so I do say that one day I may want to run for public office. And more recently, I have applied to be on two uh, mayoral advisory boards in Philadelphia. And that is not necessarily to start my path to politics, to, yeah, to politics, but because I actually want to be on these boards and want to be a part of that. But I do think it may be a way for me to help learn about creating policy and see some behind-the-scenes things. And so I do fully expect and accept that this podcast may be used against me at some point in my future. And I wanted to see how y'all feel about it. I wanted to see how we feel about the things we say on here, uh, the things that we may believe we will get blowback. Mm-hmm. As professionals, maybe in our future, maybe in our near present. So yeah, think my we say some shit. We say a lot. And we of curse shit. a lot. We curse. We do. Well, my el- so <laughs> it was a um we had a party for my aunt last night. Yes, we always have parties. Every time we like do something, now I'm thinking about how people are always like, "Damn, you always with your family." Well, it's a fact. Just talk. Yeah. But we did, so I was with a lot of my great aunts, and they're all like, Shay, what's the name of the podcast again? Tell me so I can look it up. And I would just be like, <clears throat> so listen, this is my preference. So listen, y'all know me, y'all know the way that I am, but y'all might not see that in its like truest essence all the time. You'll probably get it on the podcast, so don't be coming to me, you know, Having all these questions or being like, oh, Shay, I didn't know you cursed so much. Or, oh, I didn't know you did this. Butt plugs. Whatever. <laughs> but that's what I'm talking about. That's but seriously. That's we, things. like, literally had one of my coworkers like, well, what do y'all talk about? And the first thing I said was butt plugs. And they were like, whoa, uh, what? And I was like, no, we talk about a lot of stuff. But that's, that was just to say how much we talk about. Go off on the left. So I sometimes, I always, you know, want people to check it out. I think they'll be entertained. But then I'm like, when it comes to, like, my great aunts, it's a little, you know, I get a little worried what they might hear. So my aunt was asking the same exact question. And this is like, so I think the thing is I'm not really outspoken in real life or in regular life, whereas though you wouldn't know there's a lot that I have to say. Mm-hmm. I'm more of the stay in the background, share my opinions when asked. And my aunt knows me for being that way. So she was talking to me one day. She was like, yeah, so I heard you got a little radio show first off. That's when you know you're not even hip. Mm-hmm. I heard you got a little radio show you be doing on YouTube. Like, I want to check it out. But this is the the, the second rendition because we've already been outed by my 
uh, the first time by my other aunt, mm-hmm. where she walked in the house talking about soul snatches. This is like a long time ago. I'm like, oh my god, like you heard that? And she's like, I want to be a soul snatcher, and I almost fell out my I fell out my chair. So anyway. She like, yeah, so where can I find it at? Like, it's on YouTube. I wouldn't even tell her the name of it. Y'all keep it all G. It was just like, listen, you, it's, it's going to be a whole lot of things coming out of my mouth that you're not used to hearing me say and express openly. And sometimes I want to preserve my, not my, my, my saint persona, but just more of a, I just want to keep that boundary. The Instagram you. So it's not really a professional thing. It's more of a familial thing uh-huh. that I kind of worry about. And I don't know why it's that way. Like, I really don't, outside of my circle, give a fuck what people think. But mm-hmm. within that, I'd be like, all right, I got to preserve the thought of me. But at the same time, it's like, it's just different arenas for different people. Like, mm-hmm. I might talk to y'all a certain way. But like I said, y'all parent I always say y'all parents walk in this room. I'm not going to say nothing crazy. It's just going to be fall back and, you know. PC Pauly. PC, right. PC Pauly. Like a motherfucker. I find it interesting that both of y'all, and now I will also admit that it's been situations where I have been very hesitant to say the name of this podcast. Because <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> are you really going to tune in? Because if you are, then I need to you know, preface this thing, let you know what you're about to get into. Yeah. For me, I'm not afraid of the family thing. Honestly, so far, I'm not afraid of anything. So far... I feel comfortable with the things I've said. Will I feel comfortable 10 years from now? I really hope so. But I don't know. For me, it's like, I know that there's people at my job that listen. No, So far, nothing has come back. Like, oh, Daryl said this wild shit. But I'm like, one thing I do think we probably say too much that I want to be conscious of is we drop nigga a lot. And if I'm going to Fuck, even if not running for office, if I wanted to go into some something where some my my public persona would be scrutinized, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily want it to be like, well, he says nigga a lot, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's Trinidad that's, James in this bitch. Yeah, I don't, I don't, feel, right, I don't so know how I feel. I don't feel. Comfortable I feel like with that. you should be thinking the president then. Should you should think the president. You should be thinking the commander in chief. So I do think I take that in consideration. Here's my here's my truth. I take into consideration uh, Donald Trump. I take into consideration Charlemagne the God. Mm-hmm. I take into consideration Will Smith. I take into consideration a bunch of popular people mm-hmm. who I feel like say whatever the fuck they want to say. And I feel like they're not really hurt Joe behind Rogan. it. Yeah, yeah. And I, I feel like they're not hurt behind it. But then I also think these people are in some ways not beholden to anyone else. And those that are beholden to somebody else, like a Charlemagne and God is employed by a radio station, but they they knew what they were getting. Right. Yeah. They well, wanted and it. also right. keep in mind that he's been fired several times exactly. behind his views. So am I willing so, to be fired? So times? basically, yeah, you gotta ask yourself, <laughs> are you on the stand on that? But that's where it I'm not gonna say it tests your 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 manhood, but at the same time it tests your belief in what you feel and what you say. It's just like, can yeah. I lean? Can I lean on my beliefs too that much to where though I'll compromise? That's what I'm saying. So far, a, a I feel very comfortable. With it. Only thing I don't feel comfortable with is how much we say nigga, because I feel like we say it far too much. But that's, but that's I'm very comfortable are. with us talking. Right. Like, the but things I, like I think we talk in about. A different space than those people. Like you know what I mean. Like Charlemagne the guy. That's his job. He does, This is his job. 
we all have jobs outside of this space. And we have jobs that are professional jobs. Right. Jobs where we are influencers in a different way. Right. Right. Where we our decisions truly impact people's lives. Right. I don't necessarily want them to be like I know, but it, it, but it was also this. So the people taking you to task, what have we said that was so far gone, far left? Besides using nigga a lot in the sexual conversations we've had, all we're doing is saying out loud what people say inside. Exactly, and that's a big part of the reason why I'm comfortable with it. Like I feel like we talk about sex, drugs, politics, education, parenting, pop culture, and nigga, and niggerisms, and niggerdom. I think that's our niche. That's that's our genre. We do say the, we do say nigga a lot all the but time. That's I've been being called a nigga my whole life. I've been around people that said nigga. My grandparents used to call me nigga. So it just be like, where do I draw the like? There's a place of comfort or making other people comfortable. Like where I'll go into an environment where yeah, I'm not dropping the n bomb a lot. It's just not conducive to the way we're interacting right now. But at the same time, it's like yeah, my. Regular conversation. This is who I am. Like, so right. So we are presenting our most comfortable public. self, right, to the public for people to see and ultimately scrutinize. Do we want people to see? Are they scrutinize us or themselves? Our most comfortable selves. They they will scrutinize. They ultimately are scrutinizing oh, themselves, but they are also going to be projecting a whole lot of shit because mm. that's just how the world works. I got you. Um, um, so it's going to seem like we're being scrutinized. Like, I'm good about talking about sex. I want mm. sex to be something that we're just not afraid to talk about anymore. I'm past, I'm just over the whole taboo thing with sex. Let's all talk about it. Drugs, let's all talk about it. Biases, let's talk about the taboo. Let's talk about biases. Mm-hmm. Your, your, your prejudices. Nothing wrong with politics. Right. I think we do great with politics, education, parenting, um, pop culture. Accused of, what is it? Reverse little racism. racism. I think everybody's prejudice. I think so. definitely we could be accused of it. I think everybody's prejudice. You can stand it. For me, say I was running for anything, city council, and somebody mm-hmm. was like, Daryl, you know, you white bash. I feel so far, everything I said, I'm willing to defend. Because mm-hmm. I don't feel like I've lied on this right. platform. Mm-hmm. There you go. You said what was true to you and what you knew at the moment. That's exactly. it. Now, we also are welcoming to new information, even in verses where we challenge each other. Like, yo, mm-hmm. the same time, you might not have thought of this aspect of it. So we're open and welcoming this new information, but we can only roll with what we got. So what we have at the moment is it, and somebody presents some new information to the challenges where we're on, then we can explore that, mm-hmm. be receptive to it. But again, that's your point in mind now. You might look at this 10 years from now and cringe. Like, I don't think I will cringe. I think, but at the so same far, time, I'm comfortable was. with how old is my kids? 15 years from now, my my kids listening to this, I'm very comfortable with it. I don't, I, maybe, That's how I wanted to think about it. Yeah, well, Our kids are going to listen to this. When I think about Our grandkids will have access it. to this. Yeah. Absolutely. I think about the evolution of self. Like, you know what I mean? And not, I think we're all in a great place, honestly, mentally, but... 10 years from now, we might mentally be different. So we mm, might cringe absolutely. at some thought processes that we had. Right, that's what I was you saying. You know what I mean? Right. Just because yeah. of evolving in those thought processes. You're like, oh, what a ma- immature, you know, stage I was in. You know? Sure. So maybe that. But I don't, I, I, don't, I agree with you. I don't think I would, it wouldn't be me cringing like, oh, God, the public mm-hmm. hates me kind of thing, you know? Plus, I don't feel like we're that far left. I think... I think in some ways, I, in some areas, we some, are. We, we I are. Think, I think our level of caring puts us... 
very far left. Like how mean? much we do not give a fuck. I agree. Yeah. And I think like <laughs> that's probably my biggest like, concern. Yo, the things you don't care about, you should care about. Yeah. Actually, I, got I can see myself like getting in an too. argument like, "Don't tell me what to care about." One, right. two, I don't give a so like right. that my whole right. little the issue. With it. Is, <laughs> I don't care. The dynamic is for us that we actually agree on so much shit. Mm-hmm. So if somebody hit me up, or I was talking to somebody about the podcast. They're like, "Yo, y'all don't spend enough time on certain shit." Like y'all be, I be wanting y'all to explore t- topics and further. But it's like, y'all be through with it so quick. And I I was like, yeah, we do kind of touch shit and leave it real fast because we always get back to the point of, I really don't give a fuck. Like, it does get, and we agree on certain shit because, I don't know, we grew up in the same environments. We all pretty much grew up together. Mm -hmm. We kind of have some of the same, a lot of the same values and certain systems that we kind of subscribe to. So it's just like... Yeah, we probably do touch on shit and just get get off of it, and maybe we could explore shit in more depth. But it always r- arrives to the same point: fuck that shit. Yeah, that's essentially it. And <laughs> I I think that's like the thing that I'm most concerned about of all the things on the list of things we discuss. Um, how much we don't care about and how that will ring. In, in my future, what what people will say about my lack of caring for things that people, these, and it's, ugh, but who's telling you what to care about? <laughs> See? Rant about it because some of this stuff is just so ridiculous and it's all, it's so much of it is so newfangled. It's not even stuff that people cared about 10 years ago. So they might not care about it 10 years from now, but we still will give a fuck less about it 10 years from now as well with the new shit because that's just the mindset that we have. It's just, Many I aren't do. To be cared about. I think we are ahead of the curve in some areas where we don't care. Because mm-hmm. I do, like you just said, I think ten years from now, some of the stuff we people care about right now is going to be so irrelevant. Right. People will not care ten years from now. It's a niche thing. It's an in the moment thing. Mm-hmm. Ten years ago, people didn't care. Ten years from now, people won't care. Right. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's the hot thing. Mm-hmm. Like we touch on LGBT. Weird. I am definitely ready to have a conversation with LGBT not liking that I say some of the words that I say. I don't care. See, the only reason I I care in that I'm here for the debate with it. I am here for the debate. I want so badly to really have a debate. We got to get some LGBT You know know why I don't want to have a a, a debate? Or not better yet. I'm not even opposed to a debate. I get that. But if we're talking about social equity and equality and you can't handle my objective thoughts, then you don't really support equity and equality. Mm-hmm. But that's the part of, that's why we have to have the debate. That's a part. Cause that's a part of the conversation. That, yeah, why am I, yeah. why is it so adamant that I must value your feelings? Yet you will completely ignore my feelings and perspectives. Awesome time to segue. Because I wanted to surprise y'all with a topic that I did. I got into a surprising fucking debate. topics. This should be a thing. I like it. I got into a debate on Facebook. Hmm. How often do I participate in debates? Rarely ever. But I found some shit that was interesting to me because I just wanted to see people's reaction without before I said anything to just see how the world thinks. So this was the hashtag: Straight black uh. men deserve respect. That was it. Yes. Didn't say nothing. Nothing else. But it had like 200 straight, comments 212 on it. to be exact. Straight black men deserve respect. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to read anybody's comments because I didn't write them myself. 
But I'll, in summation, people are like, what about gay black men? What about black women? What about these people? This is why black, this is everything wrong with straight black men. This is why we have issues with straight black men. You're acting like white men. Oh. All these shit, all these thoughts came out. I've heard that argument. And so this is all I said. This is a this is was my comment. I said, you know, maybe you could have said I said to him, maybe you could have maybe you should have said straight black men deserve respect also. And then I said, but I'm glad that you did that because it exposed a lot of the biases that people have and ruffled some feathers along the way. So carry on. And so I, was, I saw I, that I was attacked a little I saw that and I didn't say anything didn't on it because I didn't understand it. Mm. I don't feel like straight black men are not being respected. I don't I don't really no, know where it's coming from. It was that's what I'm saying. It wasn't it wasn't that. It wasn't that. Black Lives Matter. What, what that was, was the, literally what came, was the contention? that was the first thing that came to my mind. What did people say? All, All lives, lives matter. Okay. Nobody's saying that all lives don't matter. Right. So that was the very same breath. And this is what happened. So it's just those people Mm -hmm. that can understand an argument that say black lives matter. And when people say all lives matter can have in context say, yeah, like just like you said that. But when they say straight black men deserve respect out of context with race and other things like that, people that can't identify with that per se felt like they were being excluded from the people that deserve respect. So respect, excuse me. So what I'm saying is, does that one statement isolate a group to put them above another? Saying, do that put black so, men? So no, I don't think that's above what it does. black women. Does that suggest that? I think it's I a standalone statement. It's just a standalone statement. But everybody else's biases came into play. Well, what about black gay men? We wasn't talking about, about them. My thing was, it wasn't nothing about nobody. It wasn't even a slight toward nobody. And then I said, you know what? That's a protected community, right? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, LGBTQ, that's a protected community. Uh, Women are now starting to become protected in certain ways. You can't attack people, certain groups openly without scrutiny. Jewish people, you can't attack them openly, objectively, without facing some repercussions. But everybody was so comfortable and, 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 and coming, like, they was going in. Like, I'm reading these things. I'm like, yo, like, god damn. Like, y'all telling me a lot about black men that I didn't know. And I can't identify, so I let it fly. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, yo, y'all feel so comfortable with saying all this shit. But at the end of the day, nobody was taking nothing from nobody. And it was like, well, we need more context. Why? Why? <sighs> It's, I it, think you, it's the weird thing because... Why do you need an explanation? Then that's when it was, y'all sound like white men. And I was just like, damn. like. And then she was... I just got to... I'm sorry. I don't even know this chick, but I got to read her last comment to me because this was the best I've part. I've heard of that, the ecosystem within the black community where the straight black man is the white man of it. But when you think what about... Like, when you think about just the science of it, like, when you have to... Like, within the own your own race's ecosystem, okay. you compare the top to a white man, that is the psychology within itself. Like, that is some shit you need to deal with all by itself. But it's just to say that we, like, in our ecosystem, we put the straight black man above 
everything else, like in the world. Who is we? I don't agree with none can of I, this. Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I put this? Girl, can, I'm not gonna I? say her name, but this was her last comment. Black men deserve respect. Period. If you can't be inclusionary and build respect that doesn't marginalize and disrespect black women, that's problematic. And I can't really help any of you with your fragile masculinity. Be blessed. I'm loving this whole this whole uh, fragile take masculinity. On masculinity now. It's toxic. It's I, fragile. You know what I want to know? It's, it's, what is I that? love the be blessed of it all. That was petty. I, and, and guess what? It was petty. so petty that I didn't respond. I was like, uh, I am it was blessed. Super petty. I don't have, but it was just like. She took that shit all the way, and she was missing. She missed the entire point, and that's why I couldn't really engage her because it's just like, yo, you missed the entire point, and you proved it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have anything to do with marginalizing women. It doesn't have anything to do with not being inclusive of all, I guess, people with sexual preferences. Um, I just don't know... <laughs> If I would have posted that, it was a man that posted, like, I have no idea. Yeah, it was a man that posted it. So it's going to get a different response. What but if, if I would have posted sure. it, it would have been, like, women, like, oh, or, like, oh, that's, yes, black men need, res-. it could have been the same women that took offense in this breath, but because I'm a black woman saying it about the black men, and when we, we kind of separate ourselves, we separate the argument, we'll say, if a man says it, we're like, nigga, oh, we just talked about that, right? It was like, ah, get out of here, whatever. But if a black woman says it, we'll take the stance, oh, the black man is so mistreated in the world. But it's just like, that's what I thought we were at. Now like, I'm what's the, what's what happening said, here? Blonde hair girls deserve respect. I would say I'm not naturally blind. I don't give a fuck about a blonde hair girl. You, your hair is blonde right now. I would say, well, why are we talking about this? Why like, is this a conversation? Yeah. No, not even that. Whatever. It would literally be whatever. Like, okay. So? All right, yeah. Well, no big deal. Like it's I don't understand why we have to make a big deal out of it. I think that I thought and it was you funny. saying that um it's so black straight black men deserve respect. It's a compartmentalization. So when you said that and you were like, now we we're pulling all these things into play instead of just compartmentalizing that and saying that's just one thing, it doesn't correlate with anything else it made me think of male and female energy the male energy compartmentalizes things so it's easy to say that it's just like fine but female energy will say no we have to blend this all together because it's so toxic and it's bizarre right but that's where the world is headed i'm glad you said that (laughs) so i had a conversation about that so i was just like you know we talked we talked about masculine and feminine energy Mm. and how it exists and we prefer for balance, right? Mm-hmm. Where they can where they can both kind of coexist without right. really much interference or one dominating the other. Mm-hmm. Because if, if we lean too far in the in the other direction, it could become catastrophic mm-hmm. on both ends. So in trying to find that balance, there were so many men that subscribed to that. Listen, I think like this. It don't matter if you're what your sexual preference is, whether you're gay, straight, whatever. There's a feminine energy about straight men. Mm-hmm. They they have a a, a feminine a, a a feminine dominant persona mm-hmm. where their reactions are like that. And there are overly masculine people. Some women are very masculine. Mm-hmm. And I saw so many guys 
on that post where they missed the point too. And I was just like, more so than not. Mm-hmm. And if that's a masculine thing to compartmentalize, are we in a feminine dominant society right now? That's my question. I think that we may be, but also I think we're in a society where people just enjoy dick riding, if I can be frank. <laughs> I feel like people, they just hop on bandwagons. I think I've said this before. Like, you'll see um, a guy post some crazy shit about women, like, not borderline disrespectful, and women be like, oh, my God, you so right. That's why when women behave like that. Bitch, like... It, but it's a regular thing that he's comparing to something that's outrageous, like some regular shit that women do on a regular basis. But he just doesn't like it and because you're dick riding. You hop on that bandwagon. So it's just kind of like riding a wave. Yeah, it's in. just a wave, man. We it's and but it's just, it's I don't like it because this wave kind of bastardizes caring, right? Mm. Because it's it's guys as caring about everybody, but it's just a wave. It's fake. You don't give a fuck about anybody. You only care about being a part of this thing that will fade. It's not going to last very long. So is it kind of like the groupthink thing? It's groupthink. Like, it is groupthink. It's cool now to kind of subscribe to thoughts that are... Or, it's disassociation. Or, it is the Sneeches, Dr. Seuss. <laughs> <laughs> I had to study this in a capstone class in one of my in my psychology major. So the story is about star belly sneeches. They had stars upon stars, and the plain belly sneeches did it. Mm. So they it was the two sneeches. Some had stars, so they were the elite class of um, sneeches, I guess. But then the plain belly ones, they they were like the black people of the sneeches, I guess. I don't know. But then this guy comes along and he has his apparatus that says plain belly sneeches. I can put stars on your belly. Just give me money. They did it. Star belly sneeches, like original star belly sneeches are like, no, I don't want to do that. Give me, um, make my belly plain and we'll still be elite. So they go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Meanwhile, this guy is racking the fuck up until one day one of them says, we just rolled this wagon. We've, like, broken our fucking economy, essentially, because nobody has any money. He's taken all of our money out of this place and then rode off. And then they, after all of this shit is done and they've gone through this battle, they realize, oh, this was dumb. We just, like, got caught up in the hype of it all for no fucking reason. It's disassociation. So you get into this group of people and you lose yourself because you're within this group of people Mm -hmm. and you you kind of... You hide in the group. So you hide mm-hmm. in the group and you say, oh, I won't, you know, it's not really, you disassociate yourself with the consequences. You absolve yourself of consequences of what's happening because you're in a group and you say, we'll all take the brunt of it. So I don't necessarily have to really think about what's going on. And I feel like that's just what we do in this society on a daily fucking basis. Mm-hmm. And we guise it as these things like, we guys that is caring about another group. You don't give a fuck. You don't give a fuck about the other group. You do not give a fuck. You just want to be a part of nah, this fake caring. I, 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 do, I do think there's a lot of people that fake care, but I really care. But I just hold people accountable. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I don't care in, out of ignorance. I care out of knowing. Right. Like, I watch 
certain groups go through certain things. And but I'm I like, feel like that is in the minority at the moment. I feel like people that genuinely care right now are in the minority. There are just people that want to hashtag some shit and just to say they were a part of it. Be, they they fear the missing out of being a part of something, so mm-hmm. they'll just they'll just ride the wave until there's another rate wave to ride. And unfortunately, in the process of that, we're we're bastardizing a lot of things that are were genuine at some point. And it's fucked up. It's fucked up. We're I don't I don't think we're headed in a really good space at all. Mm. At all. I don't know. I'm trying to keep that that healthy dynamic that that exists like to where it's though it's just like, yeah, I want for my sister what I want for myself. Mm-hmm. Or I want for women, period, what I want for myself. I don't want to feel like that in that equivalency or me trying to treat them as my equal that I have to treat them preferentially because I have to be careful about my words and about the way. Now, of course, everybody deserves respect. That's first and foremost. But being able to openly criticize somebody isn't about their gender, isn't about how they identify. It's really about something that you just don't agree with. And you having a criticism, not of who they are, Mm -hmm. but of what they do or how they conduct themselves. People will try to put you in a corner towards the, why are you attacking black women? Why are you, I just said a characteristic I didn't like. I just told you what I didn't like. I can say, I don't like, I don't like long hair women. That's not to say I don't like white women or any woman. Right. That's just, in particular, I like my girls with a shortcut. I don't see where we're wrestling with these ideas that we can't have an equal preference without it really feeling like we're attacking somebody. It's more of a, you're wrong just because you, that's a protected group, and we can't really talk about this. I think people are placing morality where it's not meant to be placed, and it's just... And it's always, it always just falls down to these moments of preference. And it's not a space of right and wrong. It is literally just preference. But we can't, we can't see the gray area. It's it's either black or it is white. And black is evil and white is good. Or whatever the case may be. But that's just, and we bring it down from higher up. There are things that are inherently wrong and inherently right. But it's. It's not much of the world isn't in those categories. It's it's so much in between. So I don't understand why we are trying to make it so black and white. Black and white is boring as shit to be frank. Like who wants to be there but it's all easy the to time? Understand. It's easy to understand. It is very easy. It's it's simple. It's a simplistic way of of categorizing the world. Um, but I, I so in that no, I think that that part of it. I think it, it's a battle. I don't, I, we might be in a space where it's more feminine energy, but I also think that we are in a battling space right now because that compartmentalizing of the black and the white of it all, the right and the wrong, that's masculine energy at play. But we're also in an era of... I think I like that you called it feminine energy. I think that's exactly where we're at. We're in an era of very feminine yeah, energy. Yeah, yeah. Y'all said that like we're in a wave of now this influx of feminine energy because at one point it was so much masculine. So that's energy. probably why I, I I get the notion that I'm pushed out or that my opinions aren't welcome. Yeah, I don't think we'll see the day of balance because I think it is the scale is tipping. 
Um, I think it's like I think it'll come. I just desire don't think to put ketchup so much that it is it creates a space where things aren't balanced. Yep. Because oh, we got to make up for all this missed time. Exactly. Got to catch exactly. up. Exactly. It's like, well, damn, I'm getting overwhelmed with your desire to catch up. I'm getting overwhelmed with how much you're getting giving me just to get where I'm at. Listen, man. The straight black is. man deserves people just to deserve respect. Everybody I didn't like I said I don't. I, do feel, I feel like that, but you don't have to say that. And that was the thing. Like you, he didn't have to say that. Right. That right. Was, that was the thing. Right. But but he chose to say it. I don't think it's a problem it. with him saying it. And it's not. And I don't think it's a problem if everybody then went in the line. Uh, black women deserve respect. Asian women deserve oh, that's respect. What that could have been a good petty. Whatever. That would have been a good petty. That's a. I, I look. I like that. I'm all for the good petty. If you want to be petty, it's just like yeah, you're right. And they deserve respect, mm-hmm. and this person deserves respect, and that person. We can go on a laundry mm-hmm. list. So what's your point? Right. We can go that on was the push list. I was looking for. Not the, well, you know, I take issue with this because. It was more of a, so what's your point? I don't see how you could take issue with it. Me either. Because but it everybody was, loves to take issue. That is why it doesn't really have to have a sound basis or be functional, really. Mm-hmm. It just has to be in somebody's mind I just mind didn't know it needed so. to be said. Yeah. I didn't know. I I could have I could have de- I could have dealt with I the health issue. And like you know, straight Asian men deserve respect. They do. I I, I think everybody. And that could have came from a weird space too. You could have been like, ah, all I, gay black men are getting too much glory. I need to put this out there. It could have came from who knows I mean, where the fuck sure, it came sure. from. I don't know where where it came from. I was more so honestly. I bypassed it. I looked at the I looked at number of comments. Accounts. Comments. I was like, because when I saw it, it had two hundred comments. I was like, Let me oh see what's shit! Happening here. <laughs> then I started seeing when people said, I was like, this is not for me, and I just checked. I out. saw so many people, and I'm just like, like the fact that y'all are so comfortable with saying these things out loud is kind of exposes the biases y'all have. But whatever, it just for me, I can handle healthy petty. I just don't feel like attacking people. Like I see people that advocate for gay men all the time i see people that advocate for gay women all the time for women period for all these groups and i just want to know when when advocating is going on like how do you feel would you feel a way if they said white straight men deserve respect would you feel a way i wouldn't feel a way i think i would be the petty one that would then go Straight black men deserve respect, and we can go down a laundry list. That's healthy I petty. Mm-hmm. I, but I could definitely see somebody saying, like, "Oh, well, they get this and they already got that." Like, I can see the counter argument. I don't think there needs to be a counter argument. Every straight white man isn't a problem. You know what I mean? Every straight white man isn't a bad guy. Every straight white man isn't an oppressor. Like, you know. Every straight black man isn't a problem. I don't see how you could take an issue with it, but I did see 212 comments. Talk <laughs> with the vast majority taking issue. I'm just with looking it. at it's it. It's all strange to me, man. I, I was usually I would ignore. I usually ignore stuff like I don't even know why I said anything. You but, said something because you felt the way about it. Dumb. No, I, I I didn't feel the way about the status though. You felt the way about the comments. comments. You felt the way about the response. Where are we at? Like. What? We're, in limbo, we're, what man. We're and, in fucking limbo. I could have handled if it was like straight. I mean, gay black men deserve respect. I would have been like, here, here, like cheers, motherfucker. I don't. It's. I think we're in the <laughs> cheers. Man. I don't care. <laughs> like, 
Yes, I, they do. Cheers, y'all so do. So do them and them and those cats over there and that guy. Like, yeah. But if y'all feel like y'all not being respected properly and you got to say that, go ahead. Furthermore, not everybody in these fucking groups deserve respect. The generalization right. of it all is a problem. So we're really going to break it down. Break Let's it down. break it down. <laughs> just everybody just say I deserve respect. And then you will still be in questioning my, my, my person, like whatever, like about that. You're not just going to say it. And we're just supposed to be like, oh, yeah, you're right. No, it's questionable. All of it's questionable. Because you be on some fuck shit, homie. This, I mean that universally too. No, 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 Fucking yeah. why? I mean that universally. Because every demographic has somebody that's on some fuck shit. Yeah. It's just stop generalizing respect. Everybody doesn't deserve it. Let's be fucking clear. Or their actions doesn't want it. Yeah. That's better. Fuck boys. That makes more and sense. And girls. Or whatever you identify as. Say so you want to talk about abortions? <laughs> People who get abortions deserve respect. <laughs> no, no, they don't. Again, my what I just said. Not everybody. All right, Shay, I group. need to hear. I need to hear you take yes. abortion. No, I, w- I only said that because you brought up something last week about it or the week before last, and so we were I supposed did? to touch on it. One of y'all did. It was some article that one of y'all brought up, and then I was oh, talking about the, yeah. the petty, the petty chick. The one that said, yeah, you brought it up. It men who don't wear condoms should get uh, charged yeah, with aggravated it was assault. Yeah, in response to something else, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah, it was that. That's the only reason I said it because we like hinted on it before. So we went no, on let's here. talk about it because I do have some feelings about yeah. men who do men have a say in abortions? Go yes, ahead. I have Go. feelings about that, and I have feelings about like I'm conflicted in it. So let's start at. Do you feel like a man should have say so and whether a woman should be able to get an abortion. What I mean by that is not this guy over here who has nothing to do with our relationship. Mm -hmm. But those two in that relationship, that couple, or maybe they're not a couple, whatever, the guy that got her pregnant, should he have some say so and whether or not she gets an abortion? I don't know. I I, I don't know. I think it's such a tricky thing because... He could have a say and say, I want you to keep this baby. And I'm probably talking from a personal place. Not that I had was thinking about having an abortion with my daughter, but from a personal space, that wasn't something. Like, if I would have let him say, no, keep the baby, and I wanted to have the baby, and then to get to this point, and this nigga don't do what he's supposed to do. Like, but if you have a say, we're going to, you need to sign a contract. Yeah, you need yeah, to be yeah. legally bound to that. do what you're supposed to do. So if that's the case, like, if that's the process of it, Sure. Yeah, I don't think we you should have a, be able to have a say and then just like, you know, then baby's here and I'll peace out. Right. It would well, have to be some other things. You should still have a say, that. but if you know, if, you, if you're going to be the guy that say peace out, you should say, yo, we shouldn't have this baby. But will that happen, Because I ain't going to take care of the motherfucker. Will that happen? Like, you, mm-hmm. it's, it won't. I don't think that in, I mean, in some cases, yeah, but in some cases, no. So it's, it's a tricky space. So... For me, I don't like any legislation that has to do with abortions. I don't like anybody having to say so over whether or not a woman can get an abortion. I don't think it's okay for some essentially random legislator, usually a white guy, to say that it's not okay for a woman to get abortion. So we're going to pass a law that says abortions are legal in this city, Any state, or whatever. Not the ones that like so deem the cutoff point of it. So make it after a certain point. Yeah. I think 
I think there should be, you know, best practice. Mm-hmm. There has to be a doctor, well, not necessarily has to be a doctor, but it has to be someone who's willing to do the abortion. I think it should be best practice. A doctor is not going to do it after a certain point because mm-hmm. the doctor is saying, now we're talking about, this. now we're murdering right, someone. Right. Like, this is a person at this point. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't be doing this. Uh, but do I think that there should be just a, a broad sweeping no? I don't think that's okay because we don't know the circumstances that a woman got pregnant under. We don't know the complications. We don't know her future plans. Right. Mm-hmm. We don't. It's so much that we don't know. If she wants to terminate her pregnancy, I feel like that should be 100% her choice. Now, do I think she should have been more responsible? Do I think the guy should have been more responsible? Absolutely. We know how to get you pregnant, so we know how to avoid it as well. You made a choice, but sometimes we make choices in the moment that we regret later. Or we think twice about it and we're like, maybe I shouldn't have did that. He's not the guy I want you know, to have a baby with. I think that should be okay. I think that women should have the right to choose. At the same time, I really feel like the whole, and this is the same tune, is I thought this was supposed to be separation of church and state, and this is very much, in my mind, a church thing. Mm. A person who says there shouldn't be an abortion, we shouldn't allow abortion, I'm not saying you're necessarily a Christian, but we know that comes from a religious type of mm. place. Mm-hmm. Let a woman do what she wants to do with her body. She's going to have to deal with the consequences because we know there can be issues when you have multiple abortions. Mm-hmm. She needs to be aware of you know possible consequences. There mm-hmm. will be consequences. I agree. But it's her body. Like I don't feel like I should be telling somebody else what to do with their body. It's the same thing I feel about. It's universal for me. It's the sex. It's all. It's, you do whatever the fuck you want to do as long as it's not hurting me and mine. Right. Like how is. We got 7 billion people on this earth. Do we need a bunch more babies? I don't really think so. So, should I say this woman who potentially or or, or does not want to have a baby got pregnant and now has to have this baby? Who's going to take care of this baby? Hello? I do social work. I do mental health. I'm taking care of these fucking babies right. that somebody else didn't want. Hello, we pay taxes. We're financially taking care of these babies that somebody else can't afford to take care of all this needs to be taken into consideration I'm not saying we should move like China but I'm saying we should maybe start thinking about you know are you in a position to really financially and that's not even just focus on finances but are you really in a mental physical emotional financial place to take care of a child Mm -hmm. and if you are or are not what type of supports do you have to help assist in the rearing of this child and if you have none of this then should you really be having this child Right, you really right, gotta right. think about that. Yeah, I think that it's easier to. It's, I mean, just building off the other argument, it's easier to compartmentalize abortion and either the black or the white of it all instead of looking at the gray areas, all the complications, and everything you stated that comes along with abortion. There's so many things that you don't think about. Maybe a woman knows that she is not fit to be a mother mm-hmm. and you're going to bring a child, you're going to make her bring a child into this world that she could abuse. You know what I mean? That could cause Neglect. her to kill herself. It's so many things that could real. happen. Yes. It's very real. I've had multiple cases of how real it can get postpartum. So, mm-hmm. but it's easier to not think about those things because it causes this level of confusion. This, this, time that needs to be spent dissecting things 
and people don't have time they just want results and I don't I don't understand it's I don't know I don't understand the weird well, fascination almost with abortion and and I, the female body and yeah, what the fuck she I can think and can't do like with a, it. Of a, what's the word I want to say? It's, it's, I'll just stick with weird. It's a weird thing that men want to have so much control over a woman's body. That's what I was about to say. I don't really agree with a man being able to tell a woman what to do. And it was funny because one of the legislators in Pennsylvania that was against abortion tried to talk his mistress into getting an abortion. If you look, you gotta look this case up, but it was a, a incident that happened. I think it was in Pennsylvania, but one of the, one of the people that were kind of like support one of the, the spearheads of the abortion the pro abortion uh I'm sorry anti abortion movement was caught in text messages telling the chick she needed to get an abortion. So it was one of those things where it's just like Bizarre. You don't really support anything until you're the one that's kind of considering it because mm-hmm. you don't want to be caught up in some type Things of scandal. Things make so or much whatever. sense until you're in it. Right. Until you're but in that situation. Know, it was a show I was watching, and it was this woman that was spearheading like the anti abortion. She had like a clinic to help the mothers out and all this. But prior to getting to that point, she had had seven abortions. <laughs> Damn. That's a lot. You don't believe in condoms? Like, what's your nah. whole deal, fam? All right. Uh, what, like, uh, where- I, I paid for a couple abortions in my day. I'm not gonna. Fight. I have I can't lie. paid for no. I paid for two abortions, none of which were yours. The babies that I created. All right. So I speak from this standpoint. It was mutual. Didn't tell nobody what to do. But at the same time, I probably would have been like, "No, nah, I would never do that." Until it was like, "Oh no, we," you know. Yeah, I, I, I don't think this I is was, the best situation for us. To- I was anti-abortion <laughs> until after I had Michaela, and life happened, and I I knew that I never wanted to be in that space again. I know you know there are things I can do to prevent that, but if ever I got to the point that I was pregnant by a fuck nigga that I didn't want to be pregnant by. I knew that that wasn't something that was in a box thrown into the ocean that I would never explore. But prior to having Mickey, it was like, absolutely not. I would mm-hmm. never have anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you. Then yeah. I had a kid. It's easy to get on For me, I never yeah, have been like, abortions, no to abortions. For me, I just, I was always like, I will, don't think I will ever be cool with a woman that I got pregnant having an abortion. I've always been like, I would have no problem being a single dad. Now, I have had women tell me that they've gotten abortions when I've had no proof. Technically, four times women have told me that they had an abortion. I have no doctor's notes, no documentation, and I had no signs that you were pregnant. And I kind of feel like it was a manipulation thing, Mm -hmm. so to this day, I don't know if it was real or not. But for me, that's when I was like, I don't want you to get an abortion. And that's when they hit me with the, well, I got this going on. I got that going on. I don't think it's a good time for me to have a child right now. I don't want to have a child right now. I'm like, well, give me the child. Well, if I have a child, I don't want to give you the child. All right, so you can get this abortion. I'm not giving you no money. Right. And this one girl, she did it to me three times. So it's only been two girls that did it to me. This one girl did it to me three times. (laughs) And on the third time, I kind of wised up and was like, I'm going to go with you this time. And now, yeah, you can go with me. And two days before she has her appointment, oh, my mom really wants to go with me. And I really want her to go with me. I need that support. 
Bitch, you're lying. I think you are lying. I think I know who you're talking about. You know exactly who I'm talking about. Because I definitely told y'all, like, you know what? I think one of y'all said, yo, you need to go with her. I'm like, yeah, I, think I, know exactly I should go with her. Because this is the third time she's telling me I got And I, honestly, Listen. I was definitely dumping all in her. So I was like, it could be possible. Listen, but, Shotgun Kelly, Machine Gun Kelly over there. I don't know, though. I'm, I'm yeah. not, I'm not, I'm not against or I'm not really telling nobody what to do with their body. I'm, of course, right. going to do what I, I got to do. I place to tell them not to. As a parent, right. Like, I'm, if you, if she decides to keep it, it's just like, all right, cool. This is the situation I'm in. Whatever. Um, were we together? No. But at the same time, this is what happens when we're being Yeah, reckless. but we, right. We knew we weren't together when right. we started doing this. So, so I'm going to deal with it. It's not like I, I hid the fact that we were having unprotected sex. You were all on board with this. So we kind of knew what could happen. The thing that bothers me about the abortion argument, or any argument really, where it's not, to a point it'll be morality. Once it gets to a certain point, if you're like eight months pregnant, you want to yeah. have an abortion. No, that's different. That's a problem. Bitch, yeah. it's something <laughs> right. not right. It's something ain't right in the water. You ain't going to chop and screw a whole fucking fetus. It's, but it's the people that are like, if you pick one side or the other, there's always somebody on the other side like, I don't believe you would think that way. And it's just like, damn, let me be who I am. Like, it's yeah. just, this is just it. We have kids that are born into situations, every child is born into a situation they can't control. Mm-hmm. But we have kids that are born into, that are born from rape, born from incest, born from molestation. They're coming into a world where they're already not going to have the best of the best. Yes. Yes. And what can I, I have maintained that the best of the best is love, time, and attention. Everything else is just a bonus. Mm-hmm. But if you can't give that to a kid, you need not have one. You probably, right. Because what do they that. need? They need your love. No, they true. need your time. They need your attention. Yeah. No, this legislation shit fucks me up. Like, or, all right. So, what do we boil down to? Does the man have a say? So, yes or no? That was the original. I think question, that but. a man. This is gonna. I asked it, but I think that it's a on a case by case basis. All right. I so if it's like, listen, I don't fuck with you like that. Towards I want to have a baby with you. I don't really feel like you should have a baby, but, but if I you had want, a baby, I'll take care I, of it. I I, I want. But the kid won't but be raised. This in a, will be my child. It won't be. In a, I would like to have my child. But still, it's just like we won't be raising him as a family. We're raising him as single parents. But at the same time, it's so your what? body is your choice. It's, I'm just trying to figure out the respectful way to kind of address it. So I think you like said it right. It's your body, your choice. Here's all the reasons why I would like to have this child, but it's ultimately your body, your choice. There's no way I can stop you. Right. There's no way I could force you. Your well. body, your choice, but under no the way I should force you. I don't know if it's the best time. Me and you have a baby together. Yeah, I think it's ultimately, it's just, I mean, it can only be a conversation. That's really all there Man, is. I'm not going to lie. I was unapologetic at one time. I had, I literally had morning afters written into yeah, my Yeah, and that was a thing. I was damn near force feed Listen, bitch. I had no problem with like, the morning after. That's, I don't, yeah, we I made mean, a choice see, together. I mean, there's <laughs> a group mean? that thinks those are heinous. Like, it's just. I know. Dude, what? <laughs> what? There's nothing here yet. There's yeah. nothing. Yeah. I'm not killing anything yet. There's nothing here. It's, yeah, it's it, but I, I think tell you exactly that's basically a blocker. It's just a blocker. That you know? shit was in my budget. That's all. So, what, whatever the case may right. be, yeah, it's going to be people that oppose everything. Sure, but more than an after pill? Come on. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. 
Yep, there are people that think that that is a heinous uh, way for a baby to die. There's no baby. Uh, yeah, we don't even know. My if we semen can dies every day. We don't even know if we can see. I don't even know if she was ovulating. I just right. did that shit for my own. Yeah, spirit. exactly. We so don't I can sleep better. Yet. So I can sleep better the next night as I was. I have definitely done it. Erection high, times, right? Not knowing what was really going on. You be on. high off an erection. But you gonna do some reckless shit? Right. It's just a little Yes. That shit is a high. There is an erection high. It's a real thing. It's one of the most powerful drugs. In the world, it's called an erection high. I like the way you use it. And I'm gonna keep it. It's an erection high. I can be so high off of this erection that everything just seems like rainbows and butterflies, <laughs> and like my mind just can't comprehend logic. What is that? And then, as soon as you nut, reality hits you. Yes, like a then logic just blows. Whoa, wait a minute. What that I just did? That shit hits you like a train. That's why I'd be like, yo, don't. Judge a man by his actions when he's trying to get the pussy. Judge him by his actions right after he nut. You know how I many <laughs> chicks I done kicked out the crib and didn't want near me? Don't oh touch me goodness, after I got it off. But in the, in the moment leading up to it. I'm your biggest fan. I, what? I'll tell you anything. What? Girl, you're the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Fine specimen. God damn God did his job when he was having you. I could love you, girl. God took his time. I like you. <laughs> This is dumb as shit. It is. You do whatever it takes. But when your dick is in control, that's how it feels. That is what it is. You're really high off of that erection. Like you're gonna do what it takes. And then as soon as you bust that nut, that shit hits you like a train. You like Maybe I need a drug. Who is this? It's more you know what? It's more like a ecstasy. It's more like a a erection intoxication. Drug to like block that. Like whatever it is. Like, then you would feel like God didn't like you. That. You wouldn't even know if God liked you. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't give a fuck. I would Mm-mm. rather that than be hit with the bullshit. Shay, you would not. It, the like female, Ooh, the, the attention that you're used to getting. Yes. Not saying that you're is an ego. The female, for, no, it is. You wouldn't understand. The female ego uh, is fragile as fragile shit. as the male ego. I don't if, disagree. If men. If we're not after sex. The erection high. The amount of guys that would approach you would drop. Dramatically. Like, I'm saying if just throwing out numbers, if so, ten guys so like, approach okay, just, just one woman understand. a day, it would drop. It might not even be a guy. So this a erection day. high occurs before you're erect. This is just it's, you. You're not, no, you're not, necessarily, I mean, <laughs> you're not necessarily erect, but you're just high off the thought of getting to something. So it's just like it's a horny high. Alright, put it like this, right? It could be a hundred girls in a room. But it causes you to make irrational decisions. Very irrational. It could be a hundred beautiful girls in a the room. Then it and you down think 50. that women will forego you being more rational because they want to feel I think value. women, no. yes, very much. What women don't like to feel attractive. I feel like what women kind of get misconstrued. Not even misconstrued. Y'all know when the niggas just want to fuck. But what I'm saying is what women kind of get lost in is 10 niggas tried to talk to me tonight. I can say 10 out of 10 wanted to, just wanted to fuck. Or 9 out of 10 just wanted to fuck. Nobody really wanted to get to know you. 10 is a disappointing night for me. See? See? That was a good ego stroke. I'm so glad you said that. It was an ego stroke. But what I'm 10, saying... I, I wouldn't want 20. 10 guys... I wouldn't want okay, 10 20 guys, to think they 20, could. Uh, whatever. Give me a number. No, you, but you want 10 guys say to 50. approach you. No? I don't. I genuinely don't. Say 50. I bet... Nine times out of ten. No, I don't think you misunderstand. The height of the number, that just means that I seem like I can, I will do anything. No. The height of the number. No. No. A guy might look at you. 
Mm-hmm. I don't really look at. I don't even. <laughs> I don't even. It's weird even saying it out loud. All right, so you look <laughs> at a chick. <laughs> you look at a chick, right? Your thought isn't "I want to get to know her." Mm-hmm. It's not "I want to make her my wife." It's not thought. That thought doesn't come to you often. I like this chick. I want to make her my wife. Now you can be like, "Damn, that bitch bad." Like, but it's a lustful feeling that comes to you first before you like. I want to get to know her. Argument because I genuinely none of that matters. I would require. I will take the truth. I will take a gut punch to my ego any day over a guy being in a position to make it. But it's not really a gut punch to your ego. It got nothing to do with you. It's literally for. It's literally him. What he's saying in his brain is, yo, I want to hit that. What I got to do to get there? I feel you right, and that's what I am talking about. I don't give a fuck about how many guys talk to me. I genuinely don't. Like, most times when I'm in a space with a bunch of people I don't know, the thought of men is never at the forefront. It's literally, like, probably the last thing in my mind. But you know getting to like a girl for her personality is secondary. I know that it's secondary, yeah. I know that it's secondary, but if every guy had this inhibitor that would make him make less and less irrational decisions, then that would be all we had, really. That's the dick high. I mean, excuse me, irrational high. That's what I am saying, right? right. There's an inhibitor to block that, right? And it's not even because, oh, now I'll get to know if a guy truly likes me for me. No. We're talking about abortion. My mindset is on that. If you cause you to make less and less irrational decisions, this inhibitor Mm -hmm. that I'm probably going to talk to a scientist about pretty soon now that I know you guys have an erection high. It's weird, but whatever. That <laughs> I'm just science, you. but so it's not about it's not about ego for me. It's not about um, any of that shit. We're talking about abortion. You this came up because you yeah, guys yeah. said you make irrational decisions off this erection high. Mm-hmm. So to eliminate that, to bring that down, abortion wouldn't be a problem if everything that could have happened before the point of having to get abortion wasn't a problem. So if we did this, if I, you know, find scientists that will concoct this drug for me and you guys got it. I mean, everybody, you're still going to want to have sex. It's still going to be on the brain, but you'll think a little more clearly with this inhibitor. You know what that would end? Procreation. Cheating. Cheating. Oh, I was about to say, is it going to end everything? Niggas, oh, my niggas God. Would, niggas would not make If men stop wanting to have sex... It, it would really. I don't. Me. So if no, I no, not want to so have sex. We, she said the end the erection high towards like your yeah, judgment not, is you impaired. Don't have based sex. on you, need, we need your that. Think about what you don't. Most men are cowards. Mm-hmm. Most men have. So it gives you the, the courage to. It gives you some. I don't give a fuck. It gives you some uh, some courage. Okay. So I'm like I'm a, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna at least no, shoot my gray shot. Areas, gray I'm gonna try. Okay. All right. Because men are cowards, and we really want to be honest. Men are pussies. If we want to be honest, when a lot of women have more courage than men. Men, we said this before, 90% of things that most men do is because of a woman. Mm-hmm. It's because of a desire to want to appear Please a certain way. Or, mm-hmm. You crack on the girls because your friends are there. I, my truth, it's been many a nights in our youth. Many a nights. That the only reason I was cracking on a particular chick... Because my homie was cracking on her friend. I couldn't give a fuck about her friend. I couldn't give a fuck about none of these chicks in here. I was literally not attracted to any of them. 
But I'm already here. Might as well. You know? No, I mean, I don't even crack on chicks often. Like, I never was that guy that shot, shot, shot. My thing used to be, I would pick a particular chick that I was just like, yo, I can't let her walk past. Like, I just can't let it go. But for the most part, if it was like the end of the night and I knew my eyes was looking slim for taking something home, that's when I that's became a volume shooter. See what you just It just said? was like, yo, I'm shooting my shot at everything. I'm going to see if I can work this shit out at the end of the night, though. But during the day, I'm, I can chill. So men stop caring about sex. I don't men care about stop that part. You about... guys do that. Like that part I don't give a fuck about. I, you misunderstand my all point. Right, I don't terrifying. give a fuck about none of that. Volume shoot all the fuck you want. Try to fuck any bitch you can <laughs> all day long matters not to me. I just want you to be more <laughs> rational in the process. That's all I'm saying. Shay, but what I'm saying Those is Those two things irrational. don't, they, they, they they don't, don't meet. meet. No, they don't meet. No. No. The How can I be a volume shooter if I'm irrational? <laughs> like I can't do that. It doesn't work. I they don't go mean, hand in like, hand. Don't dump in. No. Oh no. Oh, you're about. saying being be sexually? The, that oh, was your oh, point. That is me. why y'all brought it up. We talking about not? sexual irresponsibility. That's yeah. what I was talking about. Right, I don't so, fuck about so, how y'all played it. Can we rewind it? Can we rewind this? We got to rewind the whole conversation. Once a man has unprotected sex, raw sex. His mind. So there's no point in me doing this drug, or I have to start inventing no. it in virgin boys. What did we say? Like, like four shows. As ago. long as condoms five can shows. pop. Listen, five shows ago. Not, not even probably ten I shows mean, ago. But, all right, you just but it'll it'll still lessen the percentage of dumb shit occurring. It would. All I'm saying is, ten shows ago I said, listen. I don't know about everybody else, but if I'm having sex with a woman repeatedly. The condom's coming off after a certain point. Like, I'm not going to just... I can't say we've been sleeping together for six months and I've never hit it raw. Honestly, like, if I was talking to Ray, right? And Ray was like... And somehow I wound up asking him or he wound up saying, yeah, he's using a condom. And I know he's been him for six months. I'm going to look at him like he's weird. Like, what? Why? The, the why? judgment of men... Do y'all not trust each other? Like, what, why are y'all doing this? Like, does he have AIDS? Like, what's you know, happening? You know the question I, I, I ask... Did you eat the yams? If I ate the yams, why would I not be hitting it? Right, right, right. Because right. if I eat the yams, I'm hitting, I'm sneak back. Just, I put it in my mouth. I trust why, you. Know. Like, <laughs> well, why would I put? Now we don't. I mean, you know, I there know, are I, there I, are I, contraceptives I, for that too, saran wrap and things like that. Who the f- I know doing that? Who wants Dental that? Meals. This isn't booty call. But what I'm saying is, at the end of the day, booty call people, shows the consequences do, of that. People do go <laughs> the extra, extra mile and shit like that. I get it. You know, safe sex is the best sex for y'all. And <laughs> after after you go to a certain level with a person, right. I'm just like, all right, like, right. I mean, what would we? Because we know from? that you got to understand for a woman, I'm sure it feels better without the condom too. I know. You know for told. a fact it does. Yes. They, but at the same time, they they're being penetrated. So if they will come off of a dildo, they'll come off a condom. For us, it's different. It's We don't feel shit. No, I feel shit. you. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. And I, I'll venture to say that the feel of the condom for most women is irrelevant. It's not about the feel of a condom. It's about the time mm-hmm. used. The, the 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 fun that it takes away from sex because I'm not gonna 
put a condom tasting penis in my mouth. Like, even if you take it off, your penis is still going to taste like a condom. I don't want to deal with that. Um, The infections that can come with, like, women dealing, like, intercepting condoms. Like, it's just so many things, but none of it, for me anyway, is the feel of a man having a condom on. That doesn't make me be like, oh, God, it feels Mm -hmm. so whack. No. It's all these other so for things. For guys, this 100% what it is. No, and I, I, I understand that. I do. I understand it. So, my inhibitor, I don't need to talk to a scientist about it. I don't no. think so. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be a waste of resources. <gasps> no, God! Waste of research. Just trying to prevent the abortion arguments. All right. Mm. Well. I'm just saying, erection high is real. Cool. It's like beer Learn goggles. something new every day. <laughs> you you really what? do. Beer, it's like beer oh, goggles. It, 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 100% is beer goggles. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it, you can go from 100 women being in a room, but you probably d- dwindle down to five, and you like, shh, I got to leave with something. I got. The only options <laughs> I got. <laughs> like, <laughs> Am I going to go somewhere else and try to find? No, I'm here. Nobody wants to go home by themselves at the end of the night and just watch Pornhub. Like, niggas Fuck is going to no. figure Who that shit out. Who wants to beat their dick at 2 in the morning? No one. Not one man in the world will say, yeah, I'm cool with just going home at 2 in the morning and masturbating. Like, I'd rather beat my dick. No, no, there's some, a lot of women I'd beat my dick and sleep with. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. in general. Like, nigga, like, I'm but just I'm, going yeah, to shoot Especially my when you're in the game. Fuck no. It's no reason. I do that during the day. <laughs> like, why well, don't I want to do it at 2 in the morning? Now, what did I come out for? Did you ever see uh, something Can drink about at Mary? Home. Did you ever see that something about Mary? <laughs> yeah. Exactly that. Yeah. He said you got to get one out the chamber before you go out. Mm-hmm. That way you don't feel so forced and so much that pressure is to score. So real. Get so one out real. the chamber. Get this one out. You can relax. So I think you think I beat my dick at nine thirty. It's eleven o'clock. I'm at the club. One thirty. I'm ju- I'm grabbing whoever's left. I want to go home at two and beat my dick again. No. I'm no. Going to <laughs> Fuck no. So, no. I don't know. it's just a different game for guys. But I think it's a it lot of it's, it's a lot of us game. trying to hide the fact that we're trying to figure out the express way to them games. Like we're like, all right, listen, I'm trying to hit 95 south. You got me at all these red lights and shit. Like stop, go, stop, go. Like bitch, all this traffic. Show me the express way. I'm trying to figure out <laughs> how I can hit detours. <laughs> right, how I can hit 95 and get there as quickly as possible. Bitch. Is oh, there a way around goodness. this shit? Like, we got a police escort, something. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Real shit. No way I got time for that. Oh, God. Um, oh, that's so weird. I, I think we were made this way. And I, I think it's. I, I think mean, it's, you're, you're I think not, it's nature. You're just weird I think it's, it's nature like and different. nurture. Because from my first little erection into that first little shooting a blank, you're like, this feels amazing. I love women my whole life. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know life without the first women. time. Like, and this is gonna sound real incestual, but the first time some probably your family member with the big old titties put your head on her titties and loved you up. You've been loving titties ever since. I loved ass my whole life, but I, I'm with you. And for, I was about to say <laughs> some big old double D's. <laughs> lay your head down. You always, you, you always like nice titties too. But I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I loved women. Since I can remember, so I don't know life without lusting. Okay. And when, in the moment I stop lusting, I will get very worried about the person I'm becoming. But just imagine how productive we could be <laughs> minus lust. 
I don't want to imagine how productive <laughs> I would be. Minus how else can we accomplish? The very fact that I'm lustful is the reason I'm productive at times. Then that is also that true. Because it's a motivator. Because your lust, not lust, but appreciation or learn yearning for the appreciation of women for your deeds and the person that you are kind of pushes you and propels you. Whatever you use is fuel. But I'm just saying, everybody got their little tricks. Yeah, I do shit, I do. You know. Okay. <laughs> it stays so eloquently okay. how he's trying to fast pace get some No moves. way to make a smooth transition to the next topic. Just do it. Just bring it on home. So recently we've been talking about like uh Non-biological kids wanted to change their last name to, I don't use the word stepfather. I'm not a stepfather. But non-biological kids wanted to change their last name to meet, to have the same last name as their non-biological father. <clears throat> Should I expose my situation? I'll just say, I'll say it. One of my kids does like, wants to change. Like yeah, because, you know, who, who listens to it? Uh -huh. <laughs> you never know. Uh, one of my kids has expressed a desire to change the last name to Smith. And I'm like, I try to take it from my angle. What if my child wanted to change her last name to her stepfather's? last name I would definitely take offense to that I would definitely feel some way about it maybe later on down the line I'll be wondering what I did to get her in that space but initially I'm like what the fuck did the mom say this who initiated this is this a unique thought where did it come from in my situation it is very much a unique thought not one time has anyone prompted this child to say or to want to change the last name. Child brought it to the parent multiple times, unprompted, then brought it to me. I will I want my last name to be Smith too. I'm like, okay, not yet. Cause you're young, so where I'm at is I love it, but I think that choice needs to be made at somewhere between a preteen to a teenage age because that's a real that's a big thing mm -hmm. especially if the other parent's involved mm -hmm. and I don't want the other parent to feel like this child has been influenced anyway you mm -hmm. know at a preteen or a teenage year those years they got their own opinions of course the teenager could be coached a preteen could be coached but they're more inclined to have their Not own unique much. thoughts, right, and Not their own much. desires. And so if the child maintains it, especially because the child's not in that place, not at that age, if the child maintains it to that age, I'm all, I'm 100% for it. Right now, I'm for it, but I don't, I just know if it was to happen now, it would be like a blow to the other parent. Absolutely. Oh, you want me to go? Yeah, I don't uh, really have a way in. Like, so don't get their mother's because what last if the name. mom wants to do it? Well, that's the mom. All right, I don't, hold on, hold on. Wait, the mom can... gets to pick the name. Yeah, uh, hold on. Does she? Yeah. Well, you wouldn't have been offended if if your lady was oh, like offended. Yes, but I don't get to make no choices. All okay. Right, so sounds good. <laughs> so is that not it? Wait, am I missing something? Did I know I had more options? 
that I didn't know because I oh. did agree for my daughter's name. I agree for all my kids' name. But honestly, I didn't pick any of my kids' name. I didn't want my son to be named Daryl. That was not my pick. Okay. The mother's picked. How and I feel. My, I allowed my kid to leave a hospital without a last name of Smith. Then you, I feel like you're telling me something. Is this my kid or not? Mm-hmm. I just think a name is a name. It's, it's just, I, I think this argument is bizarre. I think it's... it's. What about the whole lineage thing? Because that's how I think about it. I, I can like dig that, but my neither side of my family, the last names of my family on either side, I don't have that last name. Like I don't have, I don't even have, I don't have my father's last name. My father doesn't have his father's last name. I don't know why. Did he have his mother's? Yeah, he had his mother's last name. Um, but he let my, right. but my grandfather, the grand that was his best friend. He wanted nothing more than to have his dad's last name. I don't. It was something with marriages and divorces, and you had to be divorced for a certain amount of time. It was weird, some weird stuff. I had but, my, well, I had my father's last name, but. My brother has my mom's last name. We have the same dad. Oh, yeah. And, well, my oldest brother got his dad's last name. Yeah, yeah. So, this dynamic in my family plays all like this. Beef, apologies if you ever hear this, but my mom didn't really get down with my oldest brother's dad like that. She gave him his last name. My mom and dad were together, not married, but together when she had my brother, my older, my second oldest brother, she still gave him her last name. I'm named after my father. I'm a third. So it was like, how do we decide or, you know, what, where were we at in life? Where is it's like, I'm going to give him my last name. I, it was out of spite, obviously, I think. She probably was mad at him. But at the same time, it was like, she gave, why would I decide to give one child my last name? other child the father's name it's just a kind of a a issue with however you're feeling at the time mm-hmm. so how the I think woman this is feeling at the time sparked off of what happened with sierra mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. russell wilson this is how i feel point blank period it's a problem because she prompted it i just she, needed to say that she prompted it and future is around mm-hmm. well I mean, we're That's, not in their relationship so we i don't, don't i don't know, know. I don't it seems like he's not that much around I, it seems we don't know. We don't, yeah, we don't way. know. I, don't, I, I highly I think doubt. It's a huge slap. I, hi, I highly doubt. Junior, I highly that's, doubt. Yeah, I highly doubt bizarre. he's a deadbeat. I highly doubt he's a deadbeat. This is when I feel is necessary. I don't know. So, he might be, uh, in a way. But this is when I feel is necessary. When you have an absent father, like all right, mm-hmm. I had a child, hypothetically speaking. Absent or not involved. And you know, by God, it just doesn't want to deal with the child. Don't want nothing to do with the child at all. Whatever, like that. The kid gets old, and and for some odd reason, I give this kid tradition. Her father, his or her yeah. father's last name. It's very much a traditional thing to me. Even though he's absent, I still give the father's last name to the kid. And then another man is in this child's life for a long, very long time. That's the only father he knew. Then, and later in life, he's like, you know what? I'm gonna take on this name because I identify more as a. You know, a Smith than a Adams, then it's just like, I get it. If you gave the child your last name, then it's like, what's the point? I don't really see no point in that. And 
for my situation, same as Daryl's, I like my stepson wants to take on my name. And I don't I'm not opposed to it at all. Like I'm like, all right, cool. It's not because like if his uh if as I described earlier, if his father was around enough to where those just like, but he don't even have his father's name anyway. But I feel like, yo, you got your mom name. You're the only you can carry that legacy along. And I don't want to take that from them. His grandfather? You feel what I'm saying? You be so, from his grandfather. I'm, I'm not trying to take from their side of the family. Because technically, is is I, this is I all know. coming from this perfect space, right? This perfect space where mother and father are together. Mother has father's last name, so baby has mom and yes. dad's last name. But that is not the world we live in, not right? No you spoke of lineage, but what what of the mother's lineage? If I give you, if I what? But that's what, what I just spoke. So I just spoke that's to exactly. Yeah, no, and that's, that's but what that's I'm why saying. I'm a hypocrite because my uh, my first little sister, her firstborn, her son, last name is Smith. Her daughter, second child, has her her dad's last name. And so for a long time when I had, when it was just uh, Layla, I was like, well, at least he will carry on the Smith last name. Like, it's not a million Smiths, but like my Smiths. It just made you feel. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm I, like, I, at I least he'll carry it on. Because I'm not going to be the one to tell Layla, name your my grandkid Smith, or I'm not. That's going to be her decision. I'm not mm. going to get involved in that. I don't think I'm going to get involved in that. Um, but now, now you really got me thinking. How much do I care about a last name? I think it's. I really think. I mean, how much do we give a fuck about first I, well, names? I, I mean, care. first names matter. But I care. ultimately, I care. these words. I care. These, they're sounds. I do care. They are sounds, and I'm with you. That's higher level shit. They are just sounds. I care though, because legacy means something to me. Whatever that mean, whatever that means. It's um, legacy in the, in the stunning if you don't have right, my legacy, same last though. name. But I know. think of the I legacy of kings. Kings would change their name once they were crowned king. So are you carrying the legacy of your family? Not right. really, because now you have a different name. Right. But, I and I, you 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 care about legacy, and you you know you your stepson you are okay, you you don't want him to take away the legacy of your girl's name, but that's only because that's the name that he had. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it was a different situation... If he had his father's name, it'd be different. I think you'd be more for it if he that's had That's why that. I said, if, if, and that's just because, yeah, you were raised under my, under my reign. Like, it's just like, you're more of a Parker than you is, or whatever his last name is. You know what I'm saying? But the name it's, is a name, right? So that's why I think it's such a bizarre thing. No, all right, so, now I'm back with you. A name is not just a name. A name is 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 our clan. It's our it's our cohort. It's us. It's whatever it is. You identify as something. Mm -hmm. it, it 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 does boil down to that. But it's just like yeah, you might not care as much because in my a society name is gonna potentially have to go away if I yeah. get married. And so you make a choice. This society, but you don't have to. You don't have to. Love is a good last name. You don't have to. Great last name. I love my last name, but it is ultimately a name, a name that I do not bear of my father's. It's a name. Like it's it's cute. Oh, Deshay Love. Cute. But so the fuck what? Yeah, I've but I think that's where your disconnect is with it. It's just because you don't bear that name to carry along 
the lineage of your father. And it doesn't even have to be but a But I have my mother's last name, and I don't understand. that's why I think it's in your perspective. That, like, I, don't, yeah. I, I have my mother's last I name. Think I think, what of the lineage of women? I think this name thing is such a, a male so thing. Take, it's such a man I thing. Take, it is. And, and that's what I'm saying. For you sure. don't have to understand it. That's a male thing. Like, I think it's dope. Like, I'm a third. I'm Clarence Parker the third. I actually hold something to a higher standard because of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I have a biological daughter. She has my last name. And I was looking at it from Daryl Lynn's. She potentially may get married. I actually don't have my mother's last name anymore. And <laughs> she potentially... She potentially... What? My mom and dad got married after we oh, yeah, So yeah. my so mom changed. has my yeah, father's yeah. last I got name. Right. So I don't, oh, we yeah. don't have any... We don't so have yeah, my daughter may potentially get married. And the anymore. Parker name doesn't die with her per se but yeah, i'm just saying at the end of the day blood. yeah but at the end of the day it's just like it's not enough huh <laughs> it's not it's not I, I i don't feel like now it doesn't have to be namesake per like you know he doesn't have to be clarence park the floor mm-hmm. or you know what i'm saying but it's still like that name i still wanted to live on through something but if anything i want to give my kids this tradition to pass along you don't have to put a name on it it could it could be whatever but I want to give them certain customs, certain values to pass along to the next generation to carry that forth. But putting a title make it easier to recognize. So I think you might have answered this before, Shay. I'm pretty sure you did. Mm-hmm. What's your, your take on traditions? I don't enjoy them. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's my, that's I guess that's my yeah, that's the, stance. Yeah. I just don't enjoy traditions. I think that they are... I'm glad they're he, a stifling thing. I'm in glad society. Titan names. I'm glad Titan is Daryl Smith uh, third. Why? That's something I'll carry with me. I like legacy. I like tradition. So full disclosure, Titan's not a third. Technically, he's not, but technically he is. I mean, what? So Which <laughs> no, I can I can explain. I'm Clarence Ray Parker. I recognize myself as a third because I'm Clarence Parker the third. But my dad's middle name isn't Ray. Mm-hmm. And Daryl's middle name isn't. I don't have a middle name. Don't, that too. So I created something with my son. I wanted him to have a middle name. So, but is his name Daryl Smith? Mm-hmm. So yeah. he's Daryl Smith. So yeah, we definitely call him the third. And I did think we would be calling him Trey, but that just that's never I'm not happened. Trey. Nobody ever called yeah, me Trey. We never called him Trey. It's Daryl or Titan. But I, I just like that. And then it was just like, all right. If I do, if I if I do have a son, am I going to name him Clarence Parker before? Probably not. I'm just happy with him having my last name and having my see. I didn't invite background. I know I'm, I'm contradicting myself. I didn't invite Daryl as I didn't want that to be his first name. I didn't see why it should be. I feel like, like it's easy. It was, and then I just I'm like, weird man, because if I had a girl about a name, if I had a girl, I wanted her to be named Daryl. Then I say I want my boy to be named Daryl. I wanted to spell the girl different than how I spell mine, but I wanted it, my a girl to be named Daryl. Mm-hmm. I don't I'll know. I'll contradict myself. I yeah. I'll say that, yeah. like I say, names are names, and they are of they are of no real importance, but they also hold a great deal of right, importance. It's power in the name. Um, yeah, because it's words, it's power in words, right? While it's also who's his family? Word, it's just used. oh, that's a love right there. Shit. <laughs> Yeah, you but I that family. Like, it's they not crazy. the last name for me. The it is loves? the first right. name. That's them uh, Smith. Oh, it's plenty. No, that's them Freckle Smiths. Oh, them Smiths. Don't fuck with them Smiths. Yeah, I feel that. It can carry weight. But I also, I think I might also be so 
anti the whole system of it because it is a tradition and it's a tradition that X's women out of the equation right. really. Does does tradition in general X women out or are you just No, this specific one. I'm oh, okay. just speaking on this one specifically. Not all tradition X's women out. It's a lot right. of traditions that a lot of traditions are just weird to me, but this one specifically does X women out of the equation. Because I don't even know what side of the family I kind of lean more toward. Like, if it's my maternal side or my paternal side. No matter in the book of death, you'll be a partner. <laughs> I'm fine with it. Either way. But is in my and that's exactly my brother would be a lamb. So, with that being said, he'll be recognized or associated with one clan and I'll be recognized and associated with another clan, yet we're from the same clan. Precisely why names are dumb. Do you understand? I understand your point. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Is that how it is? If if it's three of y'all, so y'all, that's y'all clan. But just because y'all have a different last name, like all all his kids. That's why she said names is dumb. All his kids are still... You know, part of your clan. They're, it's they're all the same tree. Just as much Parkers as my kids. But my kids just carry that name. Yeah. Or so my I'm kids like, are just as much lambs as his kids. Right. But so, he carries the name. I don't know. I thought I had answers, but I guess I don't. No, you don't. No, I no, get I get what you're saying. But under the tradition under which we were raised, mm-hmm. what I'm saying is I don't have I don't have the note to say which name is worth carrying forth the most? Mm-hmm. Because it's just the name. But I like the I I like you the like idea the idea, yeah. I feel that. Carrying the name forth. I feel so, it and I respect it. What if your lady wanted to name your daughter have the last name after her too? That's what I'm saying. I took issue. You would have took issue? Yes, absolutely. Because her lineage is irrelevant. I know I would have no. took issue too. It's not that your lineage is irrelevant. Because you know no no I just spoke to her lineage being know. important because because Aiden wants to change his name, and I'm like, no, you carry that forward because you right. got an opportunity to do that. See, I don't know that I would tell him no. I didn't tell him no per se, but I'm just like, so I thought about why that. Why do we I, carry that's the what father's considering. name? I don't know. Well, it's always been the fathers had a household. Well, we we grew up in male dominated societies until now, till recent years. Period. Point blank. So I get why the father's name was always put first, but what I'm questioning right now is I get your way of thinking mm-hmm. tradition fuck tradition if my girl decided to or that she wanted to name my child after her give my child her last name I would take it as a slight against me like you don't yeah respect I me would take it as a slight <laughs> in the way that I think that you do but you know, like, I why think, don't you want me to carry my name we also have to look at the lens in which tradition was created like look at look at um Game of Thrones, Jon Snow was Jon Snow because he was a bastard, bastard child. child. He couldn't take his father's last name. Only people that came under that marriage could, could have that last name. name. We are name. not in that space. That is not the time we live in. That's not the space we exist in in this moment. So it complicates the tradition of it all. That tradition came because children came out of out of wedlock. Out of wedlock. They all came right, so, out of wedlock. Yeah, and, and, and we're not there. It's, it's an ego-driven thing. I think that. Whereas I want my name to live on forever, forever, right? This mm-hmm. is a, the, this is what kings did. This family, this royal family, lives on. So we're trying to keep those traditions alive. We can still pass on lineage and heritage and tradition to our children without mm-hmm. it being a name or title attached to it. But I think us men get comfortable 
or have grew up in a system where it's normalized for us, where we feel more comfortable passing our name along. So in order, I guess we have to break down that barrier. I guess we have to challenge that. Maybe show you should be the uh, catalyst of that. Shit. All my kids is going to be Smith. <laughs> See? Because why? Because you're comfortable. Because they're my kids. They're not, they're not the, the mother shop? Uh-huh. She is Smith too. <laughs> I don't none of my my father's oldest three children don't bear his last name, but we I'm, can carry on his legacy until absolutely regardless, forever. regardless, regardless. But not his name, his legacy, but not his name. He doesn't have his father's last name. What does he give a fuck about it for? He doesn't. He didn't carry tradition. It we it. So I think that that also plays a part in my. It doesn't absolutely has to play a part in how you. But thinking. guess what? Your mom's father's name is fine. I mean, you're talking about you're talking to two people who are literally named after their father. Yeah. Yeah, so we just, so we, and I'm like, also a was, woman we who is on the outside it. of this tradition. So I think that we are coming from very different so I, vantage points. Have you, have you heard these girls that are now being named Junior Sue? I'm all for that. Marley Ray Parker. I don't like it. <laughs> Why not? Because I just feel, I, I think, think this Junior shit is. Flows perfectly. No, I get that. But I think that, um, I think Junior is. Juniors are just, I think it's just an impression. Like, while I love a third, I think Junior are just like, oh, you're just like a part of the whole process to get to the third. But. <laughs> damn. <laughs> God damn. That's yeah. harsh. But I'm sorry. I, won't I think take a thirds and fourths is a, I don't know, it's a regalness to it. But I, I Yeah, it I seems think like that, more of a thing, though. Yeah, more like, you know, like you probably gonna make a lot of money or something. I don't know. But so. um I hope so. The, <laughs> the the concept of juniors, I just feel like shut the fuck up and sit the fuck down. Like let your kid be who the fuck they are. Why did you have to put that in I actually because like, you, you gotta get there to get to the next. I actually reject it. I get it. it, but so what? Who cares? Like, why is it so important? Like, who the fuck do you ultimately my thought process is who the fuck do you think you are? That you can just imprint this on this child. You didn't even you gave it no thought. You didn't think about the the totality of who this person would become. You thought of them as this little person in this moment, but they're gonna grow up to be something entirely different. And it could turn your name into something so ugly you don't know. Sure. You would hope not, but you have no idea. But you were what so do you call pressed Mickey? on What do you call Mickey? Mickey. No, what what is she to you? My daughter. I don't what do you what? So she's yeah. always gonna be part of you. Yeah. Your child. Mm-hmm. So you're a part of rearing her. Your legacy goes along with her. Regardless, you got to carry her. Your impressions are going to go with your impact on her. She's going to be an individual, yes. Yeah. Obviously. But at the same time, she is the sum total of the knowledge and experiences that you impart on to her. Uh-huh. Even your ideas today. Yeah. As they change along the way. Mm-hmm. So that is carrying along your legacy, whether you like it or not, right? I'm all you're saying is that. you don't want to put a title on it. I'm not saying legacies aren't bad. You just don't want to put a title on it. Yeah, no, what the fuck for? I'm not saying carrying on a legacy isn't bad. I pray that my grandchildren and their grandchildren carry the legacy of my father and his father, void of us not having their names. I pray for it every day of my life. I hope that I tell them stories that make them look like the tall pillars and trees that they are to me. But it's that's, that's it. I don't. The name is... So, it's but what would they? But what would they all. identify that legacy as? Their. What's your dad's first name? Carlton. So, is this the legacy of Carlton? Yeah, I'm the son of Kyle. <laughs> it's called 
stuff all the time. Shit, it gets confusing, don't it? Not really, right? <laughs> you can't just put one name on it and just be like, this is how the, what it's the calls get down. It's not confusing Because it's all. not how the Carlton's get down. The cows get down. It's just how the, the what's his last name? Neil. How the Neils get down. But that's Period. only my father. Do you understand? He, no, it doesn't, you said it Kyle. doesn't take from him. He got it from Kyle. That, that was Superman reference. My <laughs> father is a nil. His father is a span, so it would only be my father, but I have to encapsulate my father and his father in that. No, I know because your daddy got his well, I know that that your daddy got his dad's last name. I know that part. But what I'm saying is, what would we tag that as? It could be Carlton, it could be Kyle, it could be whoever. That would get lost. Your grandfather's name is Robert. It could be Robert. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> All these names now now is you. The son of Kyle you're not supporting your reference. <laughs> I know I am. That part is irrelevant. It irrelevant. <laughs> it's the, the legacy it. of it. It is not it is a story told. It is not the name of the story, but the story itself. I mean, yeah, it's true. We tell the story of kings and I mean for motherfuckers. Like, that we, for we, motherfuckers that watch so Star Wars one through a hundred. Y'all like Star Wars. Y'all ain't asked them to change the fucking name. Because it's irrelevant. Then it was a story. about Luke Skywalker? The Skywalker clan? That <laughs> lineage? No, just Star Wars, period. Change the name of Star Wars? Would you, should we just call it Episode 2, <laughs> Episode 3? Or should we just call it Star Wars, Episode 3, so we know where it's fucking... I actually to. would like it to just keep it 1, 2, 3. Let's keep this shit simple. Only, I got to remember uh, the return of this and... Uh, yeah. But this, the, the, the oh, so it is, is more confusing. Hold on. It is more confusing with all these extra words. I feel that. But in in raising children, because that's what you were talking about. I'm it's just not talking about, about understanding. No, and you're not. The you're trying to get me to get to the point of what you're And I understand what you're saying, Ray, but what I am saying is it's not about the name of the story. And I'll say that repeatedly. It's about the story told. Uh-huh. I, I agree with that too. That's all I'm saying. I understand what you're saying. I get it, but I'm not. I I can't subscribe to the tradition of last names being held to such an importance. I can't. We're not in a land of. We're not inheriting shit from it until until we get to a point. Sometimes of your name you do, matter, but it's going to be a contract associated with it. At this point, the name isn't going to matter unless. But it's just going to be that. And if it does, it's that entire name. If I give Mickey something, it's going to be her entire name that is tagged to it to yeah. make her have that thing. It's not just because of the last name. Because if I do it, she wouldn't because she does not have my last name. Absolutely. It is of no importance in that moment. The entire name of that one person in that moment is the only thing that matters. Not the not the lineage. None of that matters. Not if you're if you're a Smith, you're entitled to fifty million dollars. That's not just his Smith. There are so many other Smiths that would be entitled to that just by giving it just that name. Well, I mean, technically, we got na- slave names anyway, so we can just keep going. Precisely. Also, so, so well, that's Smith a reason is to a break trade name. So. I mean, Parker is a uh, forget what it was. It's a but. trade name that slaves that were. Working under trades, Smith. working white well, men. I don't, I don't know. know. Guess, but like I said, Black, it, it's not really the, the. I'm I'm with you though. I'll just say that I'm with you. I think it's space for both. Yeah. I mean, because I completely understand your argument. And I do. I'm I'm like. I've been on I'm, a border. I'm where you're at, and I completely understand that. Say that person's name. You're going to say that person's name. It's not going to be. You name a rec center after somebody, a building after somebody. It's not. Son of Daryl Smith. Right. Daryl Titan Smith building. Nobody cares about the grandparent. Right. <laughs> about this kid. But you but know. nobody cares about a grandparent unless it matters. Right. Unless there's a story unless, behind it. Exactly. If the story, because 
for me, it's important because I fully expect that there will be a story. Like the Rockefellers. Or the Kennedys. Whatever the case may be. If it's X, Y, and Z, Kennedy, you know. You, you know the story. Like only white Period. Last names matter. Huh? When you said it like that, it made me just feel like only white last names matter. Only rich white last names matter. I don't know. Martin Luther King the third. I don't know. I don't feel like it holds that weight. His, I don't feel like his kids but, lived up to any type of legacy. I, I know, but what I'm saying is there's a, there are certain... no shade. Just um, it's, that's a big that's big shoes to fill. I don't mm-hmm. feel like you could meet that. The Shabazzes, maybe they in jail. Like, all right, well, listen, I'm I'm, I'm, tr- I'm trying to get something going here. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to get something going here. But I'm just saying at the they end of the day, legacy. dad in jail, son in jail. At the end of the day, it's going to remind you of something. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, the name being passed on makes you or puts you in a position where you have to live up to something. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump, for example. So it's just like you yeah. carry your last name along. There's a legacy, lineage, whatever that you got to fulfill that puts pressure on the predecessor. That's what I was about to say. I want, I want the pressure. I want my kids to feel like they have to live up to that name. Because you're a good man. And you're a good man. I'm pretty sure murderers gave their children their last name. He said, I want you to live up to it. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> oh, my God. I, hey. Yeah, I like that. I like how that went. Yeah, it was good. That was like one time where we actually were like. But that's because, obviously, the dynamics. Like he yeah, said, he's named after some. I'm, we namesakes. So. Yeah. And I'm a woman. So. And you like, fuck that. <laughs> what about me? <laughs> My no, name it's honestly it. not even what about me. It's just dissolve it all, dissipate the whole system. I feel like all right, so the same. angle that I'm just going to throw out there as we wrap it up is like the woman gets so much connection to the child. So a man, we want to get any type of connection we can get. A name, especially a, you know a last name. A namesake, a junior, a third, helps us feel, maybe feel is not the word, but helps us tangibly have something we can point to as a connection. You can always say it's your child. Nobody's going to question it. Not one person is going to say, oh, no way. How does she know that's her child? For me, I can say it's my child. My daughter's brown. Well, I got brown freckles, so and she has features like me, so it's never been a question but say I didn't have freckles and I was just light skinned, it could be a question. If Mickey were lost, if Mickey got separated from me in a mall, they wouldn't look to me as her mother. She bears her father's face and she has her father's last name. That's I true. have no, she doesn't I have no connection to her. Like in that physical way, of course I do because I am her mother. But other than that, there's no bearing of me in her face. So I'm not talking all. about how the kid looks. I'm more talking about your true connection mm-hmm. baby got to incubate in your body for approximately nine months then you birthed the baby then maybe you breastfed the baby but you got the skin to skin contact men have just started getting under even understanding the importance of the skin to skin contact so i've had i'm sure you had it but you know, prior generations probably didn't get it in the same type of way we're getting it now so mothers have always been able to have that closeness to the child meanwhile the dad's just like all right I guess I'll just make some money, you know, support this fucking family. I'm not saying that what I'm saying is, you know, the reason or anything like that. I'm just throwing another spin on mm-hmm. it. Like, because I do value my kids having my last name. Me too. But I also 
don't think it would be the end all to be all. Mm-hmm. And I very much want them to be able to stand on their own name. But I also and make something of themselves. I want them to feel pressured to have to live up to mine. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And you're not acting like a fuck. It's, been, it's <laughs> been many of times where I've said to my daughter, your name is Layla Simone Smith. Your father is Daryl Smith Jr. You have to live up to X, Y, and Z. You should be doing X, Y, and Z. I make her feel pressure with her name. I want her to feel pressure with her name. I want her to have value in her name. Whatever drives them. I told her she was named, a part of the reason she was named the way she was named, Nina Simone. It was Nina Simone. So I, my uh, daughter's mom wanted to name her Layla. I said, well, I guess I'd be cool with that. How can I make it valuable to me? Layla Simone Smith. And I feel like I had a Nina Simone flow to it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right. And so I even hit her with that, uh, especially some you know great singer musician. But know that your name has this like almost promise to it, this expectation to it. Why did I name you after this person? Because every little thing. Yeah, Mickey's last hard. name. I I don't even associate with her the family. I associate it with Angela Davis as opposed mm-hmm. to. But it's it's that it's like just because I have to. I guess incorporate the last name, but that's the legacy rather than the other thing. Not to say to her, but that's what I want her to carry. I want that fire in her. Right, so, absolutely. Right, right. You just want to I just draw, want to connect, make that, yeah, draw that connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it is valuable. It's just how we use it. Yeah, but like it? familial, the familial part of it, Angel Davis is obviously not a part of my family. I just... Uh-huh. That's how you identify, or yeah. that's somebody you identify. Somebody right, like Nina Simone is not a part of my family, but yeah. we don't necessarily name a kid after. We name kids after famous people, after influential people, right. after you know people that we respect, people that we value. You don't necessarily think your child is going to be the next Michael Jordan because you named them Jordan, mm-hmm. but you're like, I value this person, and I want you to. Not even necessarily be parallel in whatever you feel, but I want you to feel like you can be on this level. I want you to feel like you have all this potential. And what better initial way to expose you to your infinite potential than your name? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm with you. All right, clearly it sounds like a party going on upstairs. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> <laughs> it was popping, to be honest with you. All right, anything else, y'all? I'm at peace. Same. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to another episode of the Range of Tangents podcast. Remember, we strive to have that oxymoronic flow. I think we gave you that sharp, and I think we gave you that dull. Remember, we're available on SoundCloud, iTunes, and YouTube exclusively. Remember, where oxymoron is in and of itself an oxymoron. Oxy meaning sharp, and moron meaning dull. Thank you for tuning in. And as we like to say, two fingers like a player. Peace. Peace. Peace.